You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, my name is Brent Atwater. I'm the animal medium. That's right. I see and talk to dead pets on the other side. Welcome to my show, Alive Again, on PetLifeRadio.com. For those of you who are new, we're also live streaming this on my Facebook page, Rent Atwater, the Animal Medium. And if you'd like, we invite you over to our hourly, monthly get-togethers and pop-ins on Brent Atwater, the Animal Medium, and in our Facebook group, Animal Life After Death and Pet Reincarnation. We have Ruth that's joined us today, and we're going to be answering in this second hour show all sorts of questions. So put your questions in the comments section of our Facebook Live. We will be recording those questions, and it will become a podcast over on PetLifeRadio.com. And for those of you who don't know about PetLifeRadio.com, It's like a radio animal planet. Come over here. There is more stuff to learn from veterinarians and celebrities and specialists and all sorts of activities going on on PetLifeRadio.com. You can see and punch on the show and scroll down and see exactly what subject you'd like to explore. Hey, Kenny, glad to see you today. And we invite you to do that. For those listening, we also invite you to go to my YouTube channel. We have over 150 YouTubes over there, and we're adding more every week. We add two or three a week, and we teach you animal communication, animal connection, animal life after death, signs, and reincarnation. And if you want to know a specific subject, go to my website, www.brenatwater.com, and you'll see it says TV show index up there. Go to the TV show index. And there you'll scroll down and see all, that's right, all of the subjects of our videos. And you'll be able to pick the ones that you'd like to see. Okay? So, one of the questions that we had today is, Nanella, you're over monitoring our group. Do you? What do you have over there? Okay. This is where live gets interesting. Yeah. We're shifting back and forth. We have yes. Nadia Freeman has joined us, and we greatly appreciate it. This is going to be a show that we are taping. We're taking questions from the comments below in our live Facebook feed, and we're using them on our podcast. And while we're getting all the technicals up, we'll take a break for our sponsors and be right back. This is Ed Lukasevic and Cindy Lukasevic at Dinovite. This year, whenever you order a 90-day supply of Dinovite for your dog, we'll send you a free sample of one of the other doggy things we make. Like Lico Chops, Super Mega Fish Oil, or Doggo Suds Shampoo. What's on your dog's wish list? We'll offer a different freebie each week at Dinovite.com. Don't you just love the sound of healthy, happy dogs? Dinovite is nutrition. Dinovite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back. So Nella has got a question from our group, and she's going to read it to me, and then we're going to answer it live on the air. Or if you're on our Facebook live stream, hello, Andrew, how are you? Please put your questions there and know that they have to be short because the rolling of the commentary is only two to three lines max, and I have to catch them quick. So, Nella, tell us what we got from the group. Okay, I have a question from Heatherly. 
How many mine-only pets can we have? Great question. The question was, for those on Facebook Live, from Heatherly, how many mine-only pets can you have? Well, I'm going to do a video on that because I think it's fabulous. You can have multiple mine-only pets just like you can have multiple relationships on Earth. Think about it as like a marriage. A soul comes in, attracts you, you make the ultimate commitment, and then because of the body, the fursuit, the soul leaves. Well, if you have scripted from the other side, you can have multiple mind-only pets in your lifetime. You're not limited to one just like you're not limited to one marriage and one particular lover for your entire life. So, Heather, to answer you, you can have multiple mind-only pets, and usually you have them in separate successions because when you have that heart connection, it is so strong. Usually they don't interface with one another. They allow and honor each one to come in a specific time frame so that during that time frame, they get all the love and attention and connection that you each have pre-scripted to share together. So I hope that helps. Nella, with your next question. Okay. Is there a separate uh, canine realm that exists in the spirit world? All right. Now, for those of you who are listening to our PetLifeRadio.com Alive Again show, we have a chat room there, and you are more than welcome to go over there and ask your questions there. Okay? And she asked, is there a specific realm, is that the way you say it? Yes. For pets where? In the spiritual world. Is there a specific realm for pets in the spiritual world? I think that people have a concept. Hey, Marlos, I think people have a concept of the spiritual realm as being a very segregated area. My personal experience in seeing energy and talking to energy on the other side is that the spiritual realm or all there is or the universe or everything on the other side is all there is. And there is a major connection for all there is. It's like all the little amoebas in one raindrop or all the raindrops in a rainstorm. I don't see there being a specific realm for cats, dogs, horses, ferrets, bunnies, or frogs, I see that there being all there is, and the minute a pet crosses the death line, leaves its fursuit, and becomes a sparkler or an electromagnetic pet spirit form, it then becomes part of all there is. So there is no segregation. So to answer that question, I don't feel that there's a separate place because I don't feel there's separation in the universe's side. Okay. Now, Kenny sends a question today that says, will our pets come get us when it's time to cross over? I don't think they come get us because where are they coming to? I think your pets stay with you all the time, and therefore they're around you all the time, so they don't need to come get you, okay? I think that they are just waiting in electromagnetic energy form to be there by your side when you transition out of your earth suit and transition into a spirit form. Okay, so back, Kenny, I think that they don't come get you. I think that they're with you all the time, so they are there, just like when a family will join and stand around a person who's getting ready to cross to the other side. I think your family that's in electromagnetic sparkler form will stand around you and be there when you slip out of your earth suit and transition into sparkle form and join them in all there is. Okay. Now, Andrew has a question that says, if your pet was a spirit guide during your life and that was their purpose, were they a soul heart pet with you in a past life? No, not necessarily at all. You're mixing two completely different concepts. Each 
purpose is for each incarnation. So if your pet was a spirit guide during a particular lifetime, that's what each of you checked for that pet to be. In a previous life, even if they had one with you, they could be whatever they chose and you chose them to be. But most spirit guides don't come in, but maybe once, because they come in to change your spirit when it needs the most connection with the other side. And they usually don't have to come down to earth and come down to a dense earth body where the electromagnetic connection and frequencies are lower. They only usually come in once, according to my guides. And when they come in that one time, it's to be your spirit guide for the rest of that incarnation. So I hope that answers your question, but that doesn't imbue that they had a past life with you or they're going to have a future life with you. It means that they were your pet. They introduced themselves as your spirit guide. They're now on the other side, and they be your spirit guide through that incarnation. So don't confuse the terms. Hey, Cynthia Lee and Kenny, Teresa, glad you joined us again. Cynthia, when you're saying, where is my bell, that's an animal reincarnation question, and that's a personal reading. So we're not doing personal readings in this or any of my groups. That's um, our profession. So we can answer generic questions that help the growth of everyone's awareness, but we don't do personal questions. Okay. Thanks for listening. We greatly appreciate it. All right. What we're going to do now is take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com We're back. Do support our sponsors. We are really thrilled that each of our sponsors have taken their time to place their ads in our group. So we appreciate you supporting them because we think they're the best, obviously, because they're helping us expand awareness and teach that pet loss is only pet loss of a fursuit. And while we're doing live today, go over and grab your friends in another group. Go over to your pet loss group and drag some friends over here so we can help expand their minds. Right now, Nella is going to ask a question from our pet group. Go ahead. Okay, this is a, a very interesting question. Does our pet travel back and forth between heaven and visiting with us? That's a great question. Hey, Nadia, the question was, Kirsten, glad to see you. Does our pet travel back and forth from staying around us when they're in pet spirit form and go to the other side and visit over there? My answer to that is going to be yes. I think that when you need a pet, hey, Sandra, that the most important thing is they are there in electromagnetic form with you, okay? Because I know when Mike crossed over, he was always with me when I needed him most. And I think that it's really important that you know that when your pet needs you most from the other side, they are going to be right there in spirit form to help sustain you and get you through this pet loss grief that you're going through. Now, do they go visit on the other side? 
I think that after a while, when they recognize that you don't have such a great need, and the key word is need to have them validate and need to have them be a part of your life to expand your awareness, that they do, in fact, take a rest. And sometimes when you say visit on the other side, they don't have to visit because they're in part of all there is. So the visitation is just, again, the raindrop joining the storm. And you could say, well, does that mean they leave me? No, they never leave you because they are in all of there is, and they can constantly be aware of where you are. But leaving you to me means taking their energy presence and maybe moving it from your shoulder and moving it up here in all of there is instead of sitting right in your lap all day long and not going to visit mom on the other side. I think there is movement within all of there is, but I don't think it has to be totalitarian so that it's all or nothing because in being electromagnetic energy, they can be anywhere 24-7 in a nanosecond. We have a really interesting sign. Here's an example. Andrew's mother dreamed after their cat passed, Luna had was a black and white cat and dreamed that the cat had angel wings and they were getting ready to go out of town. Well, when they went to Japan and were going through the airport, the first thing that his mom saw was an umbrella being displayed and it had on it a black and white cat with angel wings. Voila, that was definitely a sign that the cat was traveling with them. So it didn't mean she rode in the plane with them or sat at home with them or went to the other side and came back and joined the plane. It shows you that they're living energy and that they're everywhere, okay? Now we have a question from Teresa. My husband is older than me. If my pet were to come back, then wouldn't he be there to meet my husband? That doesn't make sense. My husband is older than me. If my pet were to come back, wouldn't he be there to meet my husband? No, he doesn't have to be there to meet your husband, so he passes. I mean, one of the things that animal communicators tell you is your pet goes to the other side to meet somebody. Why? Why wouldn't they be right there with you? That's their job. Now, if your husband passed and your pet was on the other side, then his electromagnetic energy is probably standing right beside you while you're standing by your husband as he transitions. So he doesn't have to go anywhere to meet him. He would just be there at the vacation of the earth suit. So he doesn't have to go meet him. He doesn't have to run off anywhere because he just, humans just slip out of their earth suit and go into electromagnetic all there is spirit. And so your pet already being there doesn't have anywhere to go. He just stays right there and there he is. So I hope that answers your question. Nella, you're up next. What's on? Yes, I have a good question. How will I know if my pet has become my spirit guide? Um, the question is, how will I know if my pet will become my spirit guide? Now, for those of you who are listening today, we're doing this Facebook Live via the comments. We're also taking some questions from our Facebook pet group. And if you'd like to join our pet group, come on over. We have lots of discussions over there. And once a month, I go in, pop in live answer questions. And once a month, I also do live Facebook streaming on my Animal Medium page. Today, we're actually taping our podcast on PetLifeRadio.com on our animal streaming. So the question was, how will I know my spirit guide? Or again, how will I know that my pet has become my spirit guide? How will I know that my pet has become my spirit guide? Well, you're not really going to know in the beginning because you're going to be consumed with human grief. The second thing is not every pet becomes your spirit guide. The third thing is there has to be a purpose for your pet to be a spirit guide that came to live with you 
in pet form to introduce themselves as your spirit guide. Normally, when a pet comes in as a spirit guide to meet you in a pet suit form and it passes and then becomes your spirit guide, it's involved in expanding your awareness about the other side because a spirit guide is just that. It expands the awareness of your spirit and becomes your spirit guide. So if you're struggling about afterlife, your spirit guide will lead you to sources and resources that will help you expand your awareness. It will give you guidance to meet people that are seeking the same as you. It will give you guidance in what literature and books to read. So if you're just looking, I remember one time I was asking, how do I know what I want to read in this whole library? And about that time, a book fell off, Many Lives, Many Masters. And I opened it up, and the exact page that fell open to the floor was exactly what I needed to know. So that's how a spirit guide works on the other side to expand and guide this awareness journey that y'all have checked to do together. But in a pet suit, it just is really introducing itself to you and letting you know there is an established connection. So I hope that answers your question. Next question, Miss Nella. Can you explain walk-ins? There's a question that says, can you explain walk-ins? Yes, a walk-in, going to sit here, this is my hot tea. The famous hot tea and sugar, so I can keep on talking. Oh, no, you say she's going to keep talking. (laughs) That's what you do on a radio show. Hey, Nadja, a walk-in is when a, here's the best way to say it. A walk-in is when a driver comes down and drops a pet off on earth. And this pet is living here. And then your pet crosses over. And he has made a contract agreement with the pet that came before him on earth. Hey, Karen. And their agreement was he's going to deliver the body and leave when the deceased pet's energy wants to use it. So the deceased pet's energy comes over, says, hi, driver. I'm ready to inhabit the body now. The driver body then leaves, goes back to heaven, and your pet becomes a walk-in. And what happens is there's usually a time frame there where there's a lot of sleep going on. There may be a few little minor seizures that go on that don't continue to happen or there may be a small illness where it takes the time of the deceased pet's body to re-inhabit and rewire, rewire the little electromagnetics that it takes to get used to and accustomed to the driver pet's body. Now, if you'd like, we have a YouTube video on that, and it's just been done recently. So if you go to my YouTube channel, look at it, it says walk-in, and it will tell you exactly in much more detail what a walk-in is. Hey, we have Maureen Roy here today. And she enjoyed the book also, Many Lives, Many Masters. And she is written by Brian Weiss, and she did a past life regression. Way cool book. I got it, and I learned more about my mic on the other side. So, yes, I totally agree with you. Just love it. What we want to do today, if you have an opportunity, is to give us your question on the comments below. We are doing this live from our chat room at BrentAtwaterPetLifeRadio.com and on our Facebook live stream page. So, okay, Kenny, do pets understand when another pet passes? Yes, because pets understand electromagnetic energy and they can feel that the first suit is vacated and they can feel that the energy is no longer present. So, yes, it's very definite that pets can feel and do understand when another pet passes because pets live on their intuiting the energy and the electromagnetics around them. That's how they know when somebody's sneaking up on them, when they growl at somebody that's further away than you'll ever see and they can't smell it, but they can sense it. It's like when a pet 
has a storm like friend will shiver and shake and just quake 30 minutes before a storm and the sky can be perfectly bright and you'll say, oh no, what is wrong with the dog? And I'll say, you can set your watch by this in 30 minutes, we'll have a storm. They say, no, well, yep, in 30 minutes there's a storm because friend can sense the electromagnetic energy coming in. All right, Nellie, you're up. What's a question from our group over there? Yes, this is an interesting question too, Brent. Do pets remember the transition pet? In other words, do pets remember the live pet that died or the pets? Do pets remember that? Well, yes. I mean, it's just like it's in your memory bank. A living being also has memory recall of anything they do. Like if you hit a dog and like friend, boy, he doesn't miss anything. If you get on friend's bad list, you are on his bad list for the rest (laughs) of his life. So they have a memory. And so they would remember other pets. That's why that if a reincarnated pet comes back in my book, Animal Reincarnation, there's a whole section on how to recognize a reincarnated pet. And one of the questions is, do past pets recognize reincarnated pets? Yes, because they recognize an energy. And for those of you who haven't seen it, there is this really cool video on television where this old man goes into the hospital and he's followed to the hospital by his dog. And when he's in the hospital, he dies. He has a heart attack and he dies. And he is an organ transplant donor. And so he gives his heart to a young woman. Now, meanwhile, they show that the dog is laying outside the hospital for two, three weeks waiting for the owner. And he doesn't know that the man has passed away. But the man's heart was given to a woman. And so when the woman comes out in her wheelchair, the dog gets up and walks over and wags his tail to greet the woman in the wheelchair. And what he's doing is he's recognizing the energy of his previous owner's heart. So I thought that was a really good video about animals recognizing energy. So a pet definitely will recognize a transitioned pet's energy and that a pet has passed. Does that answer your question? Yes, absolutely. That's okay. Teresa, you can always ask your pet to guide you to a new pet. A lot of people do not want to go get a new pet because they feel like they're doing dignity or are not honoring or they're letting go their old pet. You're not letting go your old pet. You're really just embracing their new journey as a spirit pet. And then what you're doing is you're allowing them to lead you to a new pet. And you'll see that you'll really get some really cool new pets that way because your pet knows exactly what you like and they're only going to pick what best suits you. So on that note, we're going to take another sponsor break and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're 
we're back. Welcome to the Animal Medium on Facebook and on PetLifeRadio.com. We had a question that says, are pets comfortable with transitioned animals? Well, yes, but sometimes you'll see them bark or walk around a bed or walk around their specific spot on the sofa. So even though living pets are comfortable with transition pets, just like human beings getting used to afterlife signs and energy presences of their previously transitioned pets, so do living pets have to also get used to the energy of pet spirits. And that's why you'll see them, like I said, walk around the bed or not sit on the sofa or not sit in the spot where the chair, where the cat used to sit because he was the alpha cat. So I hope that that lets you know that there is a little bit of a dichotomy, but it's just a matter of getting used to it. And pets, because they live on energy, are sort of going, hey, buddy, you were not a fursuit. I got your energy going. Your energy's rocking that sofa. And I know you're on the sofa's arm, but without the fursuit, I don't really know what my boundaries are. So I'm going to sort of walk around there and get on the back of the sofa. Or better still, a young pup will go, oh boy, I'm going to go get in that old dog's bed. And the old dog's energy's there. At that time, the young pup stops walking up and the energy starts going, don't think so, buddy. You'll see that puppy come to a screeching halt and you'll go, ooh, what is he doing? Well, what he's doing is he's acclimating to the fact that although the fursuit's gone, the alpha dog is in his bed. And that's his bed and he's staying there and the puppy better back on up. And in Nella's case... Just like her other dogs went to the window and barked when Patrick's spirit was outside marking his tree. Patrick had already beaten Nell back from the funeral home, was outside marking his tree, and she comes in going, what in the world are my dogs doing barking at air? And it was Patrick strutting his stuff out there and going, I'm back, so don't anybody, don't think I'm not still the alpha dog of this house. All right, Nella, next question that you have. Okay, can you explain memory moments? What is a memory moment, somebody wanted to know. That's a section in our book that everybody loves. A memory moment is a time that your pet, prior to transitioning, and for those of you who are new to this, we use the word transition because it's better than put down, put to sleep, euthanize, or kill my dog, okay? Transition is the truth of what's happening. Your pet vacates its fursuit and transitions out of and into living energy. So a memory moment is prior to that passing. Every pet knows when they're going to pass because they choose the exit point, which a lot of people have a problem digesting because they want to think they're in control of their pet's life. Well, your pet controls its own exit point. So when you want to back up and feel guilty about your pet passing, sometimes your pet has to outsmart you because it wants to leave and they need to figure out a way to leave while you're still doing everything you can to keep them here. So a memory moment is when knowing that they're going to pass, usually two weeks to the day's preceding their transition, your pet will do some uncharacteristic but loving behavior. Example, they'll sit and stare in your eyes for a long period of time and you'll go, he hadn't done that. That's a little strange. What is he trying to tell me something? Yeah. He's trying to let you know that everything's going to be okay. Or come sit in your lap or hang by your side for an inordinate amount of time. For instance, I had a dog that was in the hospital and the person went to visit them and when he went to visit them, the dog got up, they ran outside, he played with the Frisbee, he did everything normal, and the owner said, wow, when he came back in, my dog must be getting a whole lot better because he did everything my old pet did. And you said he's so sick, but I don't see it, but he did everything my old pet did. And our head's going, oh, that's a memory moment. And he's going, well, I'll come back and see you tomorrow, Fluffy. Fluffy crossed that night. And I had a horse, Midnight. Midnight was 31 years old. 
And when I went to see him the first time, he was he was in the 48 hours before transition. And I said, Fleetikins, that's what I called him. I said, Fleetikins, don't leave until I bring you carrots and sugar. I'll be back. Well, I went to the local food line and I must have bought every carrot they had and every box of domino dots that they have. And I rushed myself back. And when I came back, Midnight was standing because he had been lying down before and he was 31 years old and he was standing and he stood up and he nuzzled me like he always did. And he ate his carrots and he ate his sugar and I hugged him and he stood enough and I gave him a bath. And I said, you're such a messy boy from being in all your stall. We got to wash you. So I washed him and I walked him out in the sunshine and he ate some grass and he let the sun dry him. And I was convinced that Midnight was better. That's because I didn't know what a memory moment was. So I drove home thinking midnight was better, and my heart was uplifted, and I was happy. And he had eaten his carrots and all his domino dots, and I'd saved half of them because I was going to go see him the next day. And there wasn't a next day. But I knew that him taking the time to stand up and let me bathe him and dry in the sun and eat grass, that's the memory that he left me with of a standing, albeit older horse that was healthy and good. And he wanted me to know that rather than remembering him when he couldn't get up. So a memory moment is a special moment that stays in your soul forever that your pet is letting you know, I'm in charge. I got this. I'm okay. And everything will be all right. And usually you don't know it until hindsight. So if you go, well, I didn't figure that out until later. That's what 90% of the people do. But then you hold that very dear to your heart for the amount of effort that your pet put into it. Okay. So that's what's important. All right, Nella, one more, and then we're going to close this show up. Okay. I have two cats. How do I know which one is sending me signs? I believe the two cats transitioned, and she wants to know. That's an interesting question. The question was, I have two cats. How do I know which cat is sending me signs? This is a little learning opportunity here. Go get my book, After Death Signs, and in the section of how to connect with your pet, learn to feel their energy, okay? Once you learn, because energy connection, feeling the energy, the presence, the energy, feeling it, you know, like put your paw in my hand or feeling the energy, feeling fluffy, literally feeling fluffy, okay? And there's videos on this, folks, instructional videos, so go watch. There's instructional videos on how to do this. Feeling the energy will let you learn how to recognize what energy is sending you the sign, Because each sign comes, and you can have 10 cats that do this, and unless you know their energy and can feel their energy, you won't be able to differentiate from them. Because I work with energy connections, I can tell when it's friend or my dog Remedy or my horse or my gerbil. I can tell which pet is visiting me by the electromagnetic connection because you sense them just like people having different energy patterns and different energy, what do you call those, signatures, you know, like that. Pets have different signatures and energy-specific identification markers. So the thing to do is to learn how to feel your pet's energy. And when you do that, ask pet A, cat A, to come put its paw in your hand and feel what it's like and memorize it. Ask cat B to come do the same thing. And remember, the pets and the techniques in my book, After Death Signs, on how to electromagnetically connect to pets, you can also do with humans. So you can learn. You can tell the difference between your father's pet spirit energy and your cat's pet spirit energy 
and any pet spirit energy by learning to recognize their signature because every energy is like a snowflake. It's individual and has a specific behavior and pattern. And that's how you know which cat is contacting you when you can readily identify the energy pattern and presence of each specific cat. And that's why I like animal connection better than animal communication because there's no, you can't jerk that around any. It's either cat A or cat B. So it's not something that you can hype up, change up. It's real and it's palpable. And that's the way you can tell. Okay, one more Nella and then we're going to close the show. Oh, this is a good one, Brent. Do the prayers work with transition family members? Yes. One of the things somebody said, why do did you not put that you can also do this with people? A lot of people are afraid. Hey, Root, a lot of people are afraid to contact people spirits. And although I contact people spirits, I really just prefer to work with Mike. So if you have the newest version, which I put out Monday, of our after-death science book. I put all everything in a very logical order, and you can use the exact same prayers and techniques to energetically connect, talk to, dream with, and ask questions with, with people as you do with pets. And you go, well, how do you know that? It's because Mike taught me from the other side, and those techniques are what I teach you to do with pets. But to answer the question is, yes, you can use the exact same techniques on humans to reach human spirits on the other side. All right. So Root says, do our pets have contract with other pets and have them comfort us after their transition? Root, what I'm aware of, the only contracts that I recognize that pets have with other pets is a walk-in contract, a soul braid contract, or an oversoling contract, or an over-imaging contract. I'm not aware of other contracts in my 20 years of experience. So that's the best way I know how to answer your question. Thank you very much, Teresa. I appreciate it. I think that because pets each come in an individual life, that contract is for that individual life, and it's either it's a very simplistic thing. They're not manipulative or agenda-hidden or complicated like humans. It's very simplistic, and I think that their contracts are also simplistic, and that's why we love them so much. So I thank everybody who's been listening to us on PetLifeRadio.com. This will be a podcast, and we thank you for contributing your questions to help spread our awareness to lots and lots of folks. We have over 100,000 listeners a month, and so we appreciate you participating to help spread the awareness of those. And if you're new, then we ask you to listen to our archives. Lots of shows there that will help you with your heart. For those of you who are on our Facebook Live, I appreciate you taking time this afternoon to stay with me. It's like, hello, can you see all these glasses? Uh, got the big magnifiers on today, can you tell? These help see everything. So I thank you for taking your time to listen. I hope you will stay tuned to Brent Atwater, the Animal Medium page, where we come in live and we do shows on a monthly basis, one hour here, one hour in our group, and pop-ins just whenever my little heart sets its mind to it. I want to thank Nella for being our moderator today. I want to thank Mark Winter for putting up with us and his patience for allowing us to be on Pet Life Radio and hey, Dale, and anybody who wants to listen to this, you can share our show that will be on Facebook Live. And if they want to hear what it sounds like as a radio show, means that my voice sounds better and all the glitches are taken out by Bliss Mark. And we invite you to go to both venues because our goal is to change the paradigm of pet loss. Pet loss of a fursuit and transition into in- living energy. 
That's what we want to let everybody know. So take our stuff, share it in your pet loss group, and ask people if they want to know if there's more because they don't need to cry. There is more. Thank you, Joanne. And we look forward to seeing you on Brent Atwater, The Animal Medium. We look forward to doing more of these on our podcasts. And stay tuned for our pop-ins on this page and our group. And we appreciate you taking time out of your life to listen to our stuff, okay? (laughs) So, as they say, bye-bye-bye. See you next week. Look at those videos. We're getting ready to put up some rocking ones. Interesting, too. Bye-bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.